Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Bong Special episode. 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 It's our live. It's the live. It's the bong hits bootleg. It's a bong hits bootleg of the bong hits live. The bong hits live show at the Elysian Theater. At the Elysian Theater, and it took place on February twentieth, two thousand twenty-two. Two o two two o two o two two. Angel numbers. Angels. In the beginning, when you hear a lot of laughter to Lady Gaga, we're making out. We're making out for a long time. We started just kind of dancing, and then we were bumping butts, Mm -hmm. and then we started just hardcore making out. And that's probably the most laughs you'll hear loud. (laughs) That's probably the biggest reaction. Any other visual... Thing, things that seem to be referencing something visual happening will be explained in the episode description. Is that okay? Um, if you want. Yeah, because I'll listen to this tomorrow before we put yeah, it Yeah, I ain't doing no extra work, bitch. <sighs> so, um, this was featuring comedy stand-up uh, from Jamel Johnson. Comedy stand-up style from Jamel. Comedy character from character style. Alan Resnick. And the musical, musical style. style. Of Wolf Woodcock. Yay! Yay! It was awesome. It was a really fun show. It was a lot of fun. I, you know, it was, you know, it was chill, it but was it was chill, fun. But it was fun. It was relaxed and it was fun. A good crowd, though small fun. in number, they were mighty in spirit. And we're having another show. Oh shit! They're letting us do it again. Sunday, March. Sunday. 13. March 13. <laughs> at 8.30 p.m. at the Elysian. Be there or be square, or nerds. Or be square, nerds. And we love you guys, and we'll have a full, you know, little chit-chat episode soon. We promise. <clears throat> Should we say who we got on the show? And on the show, we have... We're going to have music from Matt DeCaro. We're going to have comedy stand-up from listener of the show, friend of the pod, Brody Reed. Brody Reed. And we're going to have a little kangaroo character from Annie Parody. From Annie pa- a little character. It's going to be a little one, a yes, very small character. Yes, actually a very teeny tiny kind of so guy. So bring your magnifying glasses. Because how else are you going to see the character when it's such a tiny little baby? Alright, y'all. Alright, tickety tie. Enjoy the episode. Ticket tickety die? What did you say? Tickety tie. Tickety tie? What is that? Tickety tie. I don't know. It sounded cool. Okay. Hey, right on. Tickety tie. Tickety tie, And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flippy dippy missy little Mississippi. already. Hey, hey, hey! www.elysiantheater.com Right now, you're all here for a very fun, amazing show. This is a comedy show, so all we ask you laugh loudly, clap loudly, keep your mask on without eating and drinking, and please no talking during the show. With that being said, are you guys ready to get this thing started? Yeah! Get excited, put your hands together for Ball Hits Live with your hosts, Cameron Farmer and Colin Baker! Waiting for the love with this dragon. Please don't let me in. 
doing comedy for quite a long time. I don't know why that's important. I don't know. Just because I was my original point that I got interrupted by the good friend Long Cry was that I looked up to this comedian oh, okay, from okay. when I started doing comedy back on the East Coast, and now we're both this here. It's very old nice. as shit. This person's old, <laughs> decrepit. This person, we're gonna we bring out the crypt keeper. Spirit. <laughs> 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 spirit. And we love them so. You guys, please give it up. <laughs> For Jamel Johnson. Yo, what's up, guys? How are you guys? Uh, uh, yes, I am old. My back does hurt, so that's fair. I'm old, but I live in LA now, so. Nobody knows that shit. <laughs> when you're in LA, you're 26 until proven otherwise. That's the rules of Los Angeles. And I'm playing it out, baby. Come on, come on. So I got these fucking pants on. You crazy? Come on, wear the real pants, nigga. Uh, well, good to see you guys. Um, thank you for smoking weed on stage. You guys are very brave. I remember I was here. I like. I did one of the first shows here. Yeah. I was doing like some comedy marathon shit. That was Stand on stage for 30 minutes, do whatever you want. I'm like, I just smoke blunt. And then they were like, well, I think so. You know what I'm saying? They didn't really have any permits yet at this point. You know what I'm saying? They didn't really know the full rules. Uh, so, that, yeah, drugs is great. Fantastic. I, it's like, I like weed a lot, and I'm clearly addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even like hitting pins. I'm going to be real. I, this is my least favorite shit in the world. It's got microchips in it. I don't like it. It doesn't really make me feel that good, but, you know, maybe it is medicine. Maybe it is. I feel like weed's kind of overrated. I think we can all agree. There's flaws. There's definitely flaws. Like, the first time I really got high, first off, the first time you do it, you don't really even know how to breathe the shit in, right? Bill Clinton was not lying. It takes a couple tries. Then you do it. First time I got high, I lost a game of tic-tac-toe to myself. <laughs> we was at the park, we skipped school, and it was one of them, you know, playgrounds with the big tic-tac-toe, you rolling around. And I looked up and I had lost, and man, I, that should have me fucked up for the rest of the week. But I stuck through it, I persevered. I, I figured out how to uh, harness the, this drug's raw power, you know what I'm saying, for sure. But then it also, like, like, even now, as a professional weed smoker, you know what weed does? Does this happen to y'all? When I'm high, I'm afraid to stand up for myself. <laughs> Colin gets it. Colin, Colin frail and shit, you know what I'm saying? Getting yelled at at Starbucks, okay. Nah, like, situations where if you weren't stoned, you would just be like, hey, no, don't do that. Stop doing that. But then you just allow shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so I, I was on the way to the airport. I'm going to Burbank Airport because I'm a professional man. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to Burbank and I'm taking a lift to the airport and lifts a Prius. You should know that. It's a Prius. I get high as hell. I call the lift. 
get as high as I can before the lift gets there. I, can, I pick weight and save. I smoke as much of a joint as I can. Then I'm going to get in the lift. And okay, another thing you need to know, honestly, I don't usually put my seatbelt on in the back seat. I know people, thank you. Usually it is met with silence. Uh, people think that like, I've heard people say some of the foulest shit in the world on stage, but I say I don't wear a seatbelt, complete silence. The things I have heard on this actual stage, niggas were saying the R word yesterday on this stage. I say I don't put a seatbelt on, everybody's mortified. I just love you guys as moral compass. Anyway, that's just me. Straight up, it's just always how it's been. I don't think the back seatbelt works. I think it's weird. That's my version of smoking cigarettes. I think that if we get in an accident, the front seat is going to turn into a transformer and hug me and save me. That's really how I think it's going to happen. So I'm going downstairs to get in prison. And also, so some people that I love and respect were like, hey, Jamel, stop doing that. Put the seatbelt on. You know, I've, I've, I've had a few talks about the seatbelt thing. So it's 2022. I'm coming in the year with some new energy. I say, hey, I'm going to put the seatbelt on. And then I realize that the seatbelt isn't going to fit. Fat guy problems. You know, you know it. You know when the seatbelt's not going to fit because I heard them click. I heard it start to click, and I got it around my waist, right? And I'm about to, like, put it back, but then I look up. My Lyft driver was never wearing his seatbelt to begin with. Yo, front seatbelt has always worked. I know the front seatbelt works. I know that for sure. Front seatbelt, very effective. So then he sees the shit across my waist. Now he's putting his seatbelt on just because he saw me put my shit on. Now I can't put the shit away because I don't want him to take it off. 25 minutes I held the seatbelt in my hand to the airport. And my Lyft driver is driving crazy as hell. Crazier than ever, which I suspect is because I made him put the seatbelt on. He's like, oh, should we be in safe today? He almost hit like two cars. And then at the end of the ride, he's like, hey, that was like Fast and the Furious, huh? I think that's the one thing you can't say to me. Don't say that to me. I was really scared. Still gave him five stars. Didn't give him five stars, but I wrote in the comments, nigga, you almost killed me. Five stars. Things about Los Angeles is acting. 
I look, I, yeah, and I hate it because I do. And I'm gonna keep doing it because I wanna, you know, work on a Disney cruise. I wanna be you know, I'm here to sell out, and I'm gonna keep doing it. And, but it is dumb. Acting sucks. Uh, my least favorite thing about acting, there's like nine things, honestly. <laughs> there's just so much standing around. You stand around, they need you there for 15 hours, you, you talk for 30 fucking minutes. There's too many vegan options at the fucking craft services. There's only three vegan people working here. You got 14 vegan cheese omelets. And the vegan niggas don't even want to eat. They don't even eat lunch. They're the ones skipping lunch. But above all that, when they like you, when things seem to be going well, they always ask you to do some extra shit like it's a treat. <laughs> and they always come to you, hey, Chanel, we just had a crazy idea. We wanted, uh, would you mind walking in the traffic? <laughs> it would be great, honestly. I mean, we've got the lights out. It would just, it would really bring this thing home if you could just walk into the middle of traffic. Okay, so a, a homie hit me up and he was like, hey, Jamel, I want you to act in this thing. And straight up, we don't have enough money to pay you to talk. <laughs> and he's like, look, you're going to be a featured extra. We just need you to make some faces. Just make a couple faces. It's two scenes, two faces. I'm like, shit, I got a face right now. <laughs> and the role is I'm supposed to be like a warehouse employee who like just doesn't give a fuck about his job. And I've been fired from UPS in real life. So... <laughs> That's amazing casting. They're crushing it. I get in there, scene one, make face, no notes. It's fantastic, easy as advertised. So there's a break between the next scene. I decided to go get high in the parking lot because they told me all I had to do was make a face. You can get high and make faces. Being high is a face. So I smoke a whole barrel of weed to myself. As soon as I walk back inside, the first person I see is the director. And he's like, hey, uh, Jamel, would you mind backing up this U-Haul truck for us? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so just tell me one day before, nothing in anything I saw said shit about driving no trucks. All I ask is for one day. Now I'm in the truck crying. And they talk about, we can't use the footage because this ain't funny no more. <laughs> God, I wish that shit wasn't real. That really happened. I, I did back up the truck, but I was scared as hell. I can't confirm. If you've seen the project, you're looking at a frightened man. Back up that truck, big time. Uh, well, shit, I got the light. I ain't, I'm not going to tell another joke. I mean, I, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to just waste it. Okay. <laughs> you know, concept improvement. Y'all want to see what you would, you know what I mean? You laughed at select points. You know what happened. So, uh, yeah, um, this broccoli house on Instagram. Go ahead and yaller at me. And um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at soccer niggas. <laughs> soccer niggas. Soccer niggas. Spelled like it sounds. 
And guess what, white people? You can't type it. You actually can't. You gotta think it. You gotta think it as hard as you can. And uh, enjoy the rest of the show.
Nine times out of ten, I was better than those people when like an absolutely unhinged and insane person than came in. Did you hear that? Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Nine times out of ten, it was better than those people. Wow. Shit, like it's not skin because your skin isn't glass. 
had to figure out how to get the thing to stay on my head. <laughs> and then I danced around to it. And then Taylor Swift got it taken yeah. off Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I can't believe I never stream recorded. This is like one of my favorite. Yeah, I mean, you should have known it was gonna get taken. I should have known. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the, I got the files. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. it, it still exists somewhere. It's somewhere. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. It belongs in a museum. It's at the Library of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sick. Well, thank you, Jamel. Jamel Johnson,
simple life of like Paris. I just bought a mansion in Paris. First one in a while. Gold grill is the style. Gotta love and a smile. Simple life of like Paris. I just bought a mansion in Paris. First song on an album.
write-up, and I thought this was very helpful, was an article from a website called masterclass.com. <laughs> this is a, a, a real article from masterclass.com. It's how to do stand-up comedy in seven easy steps. So I figured I would, if it's okay with you, I, I can see that they're high right now, and I am scared. <laughs> I'm just gonna read through it and try to get some giggles and chuckles and see how I do. Okay. <laughs> so, Step number one, gather material. Not sure where to start? Use your personal experience and write what you know. What culture and lifestyle defines you? Write a bit with that perspective at heart. That's such good advice. <laughs> what, what, what defines me as a person? That's kind of a big question. I've been struggling with that for a while. And I guess the number one thing that defines me as a person is an overwhelming desire to be crushed to death by a big giant woman, a big tall woman that sounds like a big building. The kind of building you'd see in like a downtown in like a New York or, or in LA. And it's kind of silly saying that out here. Because it's like, I don't like to think of myself as a super one-dimensional kind of guy. That, was, that, that idea does permeate my every waking thought. And, and my sleeping mind at night. And it does wake me up. Don't wake daddy kind of thing. <laughs> Step number two, memorization. Once you have your act set up, it's time to memorize. Try doing your routine over and over yourself again in the mirror. This one, this step was really hard for me. This was really hard. I'm not kidding you guys. This is true. I have a terrible memory. I have one of the worst memories in the world. I remembered something the other day. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> it was a beautiful memory. Too. All these vivid details came flooding back to me. I was like, what? I don't remember that. <laughs> Step number three, physical gestures. Work on your physical presence. Try to relax and act natural when you perform. Step number four, avoid crowd work. <laughs> when you're just getting started out on stage, it's better to focus on your act and don't improvise on this. I hate that. When I read that, I was like, bummer, because that's, that's hard for me, because I love to chit-chat. People who know me, they're like, he loves to chit-chat. I'm a chit-chat guy, and then I read that, I said, don't, don't do crowd work, it bummed me out. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, but I don't know, should I? You think I Why? Probably don't mind. So you think I should do it? You have such an interesting voice. Where are you from originally to have a voice like that? Ohio. Ohio, that's a pretty stupid place to... You're probably pretty stupid being from Ohio. But you think I should do it? Yes. Well, I think you, you must know a lot about comedy, because this was written by Judd Apatow. So you're, you're, you and Judd Apatow are kind of like the same, in the, you're kind of like a mind meld with Judd Apatow. 
Step number five, start writing jokes. Now, I don't know if it's at step number one or step number two. I don't know why Joe put that all the way at step number five and put memorize the jokes at step number two. I don't know, uh, I don't know, I'm no judge, so I'm just gonna stick with, stick with what, what it says here. Start writing jokes, approach your jokes like a story. That's good advice. Who are the characters? Where's the setting and what's the situation for conflict? For characters, I'm probably, I think, I think I'm gonna go with me. I kind of think that's kind of cool if I was like the protagonist of the story. I think that would, but, and then what, what if the other character was like a businesswoman? But like, like the kind of businesswoman that's so big and tall you can't like, bring your neck back to see the top of her head. And even then you'd probably just see the bottom of her chin. And I hurt my neck. Where's the setting? I'm just gonna, I think, I think I'll set this joke in LA. I think it's kind of a home run. Because we're in LA. And everybody knows LA. It's a super cinematic city. So I think I'm going to go LA. And what's the situation or conflict? Uh, I, guess, I guess the situation could be me getting uh, crushed by her heel. I think that would be a fun one. I could mine some gold, some comedy out of that, that premise. But it's not going to hear that bad. It's not, it's, not a con it's not really much of a conflict, but it's kind of the thing I want to happen to me more than anything on earth. So,
And someone said, oh, do you hear? That's Alan Resnick. He was horny when he died. <laughs> that would make me feel very uncomfortable. Because this is 100% not sexual. It's actually spiritual. I think this is more of a spiritual thing. It kind of comes from the ancient Mesopotamians back in the... This is spiritual. This is like the birth of religion and the way the sun god, the feminine sun god, would shine its light. And I think that would... Okay, there it is. Okay, there it is. I, okay. It's quite right. So, okay. Uh, step number seven in the light, when your act is going on too too long, I'll also show you a very bright light, and that is the light, and it is bright, and it's, it's beautiful and kind of haunting. Okay. Yeah, yes, okay, it hurts, it's, it's kind of activating my fight, flight or flight response, so I am going to go, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, okay, thank you so much, my name is now ready. In Ithaca? In Ithaca. 
the base of the gourd. No, definitely oh, not there. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm getting my light, sorry. Sorry. Um, and when did you move to Los Angeles, Sal? I'm not, I'm not good with dates. Okay, yeah. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. Do you like it? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's different from Syracuse. Warmer. Yeah, yeah. There are more people, too. Yeah, a lot more. And they're prettier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like spend all the time in Syracuse. No, it's just it's it's uh it's more of the, there's just a lot of gorgeous people in Los Angeles, and mm -hmm. so it can be intimidating. Yeah, I'm over it. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Alan? I'm Are you over intimidated it. or over it? I'm not intimidated. I'm not over it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sweet spot. There's much more beautiful than a beautiful person. Yeah. <laughs> And you've seen the paintings of all the beautiful these people always paint paintings of people. Yeah. People and naked people too. <laughs> yeah. They've always been doing that. Yeah. Do you prefer paintings of pretty people or just pretty people on their own? Like which do you think paintings can't live up to pretty people, or do you think art enhances people's natural beauty? It's such a good question, and paintings are <laughs> nice, <laughs> but nothing compares to when you go on when you see it online. Yeah. Nothing compares to seeing the painting. No, no. In, in, in motion, they show it. They show every little. They show the whole thing online. <laughs> I guess they do. The whole process of painting the painting. They're painting not painting the people. The naked people. They show. Uh,
I'd like to ask, is there any, are there any boys in the room over 180 pounds? Yeah! This song is for us. Yeah. This song's called Big Boy.
boys out there. Right. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's All get right. started. 
family. To bust a move. <laughs> you have to think of everybody on the stage. Who is most likely to bust a move? Did your high school do superlatives? Yeah, mine was most likely to crump if you come at her. It was really racist. What? Yeah. <laughs>
spoken about. I thought it was gonna be funnier. I didn't see it. Alan, Colin, and there's Pinky. 
got the heart to really yeah. do that shit. Yeah. That, I would do anything to survive. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes.
I think this is cool to bring up when people are high, mm -hmm. when some people are high and others aren't. What do y'all think? Let's round of applause. Do you think it was good of me to say that? <laughs> Interesting. Doing micro check-ins with the crowd. <laughs> it's such an interesting way to perform. <laughs> Good apple pie, put pie in it, and it's actually delicious. 
Not bit. my presence. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. And there it is. Are you That's how you know it's a bonehead show. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I believe it is. I could be wrong. I think it is. But it, it I, is. What are you? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I what just do you know. guys do on President's Day? No school. No yeah, school. I don't have to go to work. I'm not gonna go to school. Oh, yeah, okay. don't go to school. Are you going to work? Yeah, the lyrics. Where my boys are. 
Jamal Johnson, Nicole Baker, and Cameron Ford.